0: commentaries. My name is Jake Mastro, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend Keaton Byer. Hello. And today we are also joined by special guest, friend of the pod,
1: Felix Frontini. Hello, glad to be back. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, glad quite, to have you. Quite special guest. I think this is this will be your fifth, probably fourth, I would say, fourth episodes.
0: Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because there's yeah. So four movies.
2: Yeah, four movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But
1: nonetheless special. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: It's it's always like the first time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, uh so today we have a very special show for you today because we are covering one of my all time favorites, I would say. Oh yeah, uh,
2: definitely. It's
1: it's a it's it's an excellent film.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. that, that, that that would be the nineteen eighty four rock and roll masterpiece, uh Spinal Tap. Or this inventory. is Spinal Tap, This is in Spinal fact.
2: Tap, exclamation mark. Exclamation point. Although, yeah.
0: I am a little bit confused about the <laughs> title, because I don't know if Spinal Tap is the correct way to pronounce it, given the umlaut over the N.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just some metal shit, you know, you just gotta ignore it. Sorry? You just gotta ignore it, it's just metal, <laughs> you know. You just gotta, you just gotta, be... I think, I think, you know, I mean, obviously it doesn't make sense as a grammatical pronunciation, right, Is in umlaut over the N, but i think what the cue it's giving you is that you just have to read it in a really metal way you go, <laughs> this is spinal tap right right and but i think that's pretty much accurate
2: so your understanding of the umlaut as someone who uh who, who speaks a bit of german right is that it, it's supposed to go over the over the uh it's supposed to go over a vowel, a yeah. vowel yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah so you
1: can't put it over an n which is in this case where it's over
2: what does it do over a vowel, specifically? Can we try and apply it that logic the to a you... consonant?
0: Yeah, it turns like an O into like an U.
1: Yeah, or uh, an A into an E. Yeah. Or an uh, AU into an U Or So like it would that,
2: turn you know? an an m an, an into an N. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, ill-defined, It, right? it kind of
0: looks like, uh, mm-hmm. what's that, um, what's that the, character the called? N-Yay? The Enyé. The uh Where it makes it say spineal spin, spin tap, spinal tap, or whatever. Tap. Or, but, that's like, kinda,
2: but that's where my mind first went. Yeah, but to,
0: it's not that. Trying to force it's a, it's the an umlaut.
2: Yeah, it's an umat, so it's not spinial tap.
0: Yeah, so, so I'm gonna say it's unpronounceable.
1: I'm okay. gonna say you just say it in a metal voice.
0: Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> right. So moving on. um this unpronounceable film
1: uh why is it so great <laughs> oh that's a loaded question i don't know it's just golden everything about it it's so funny right yeah i mean you heard the intro i mean you know the lyrics are comedic it, just the whole film you know it, the representation of rock and roll culture is hilarious and you know the script writing i mean or lack thereof yeah is is so good they're they work so well together everything's so over the top and uh i don't know
2: it's one of the best satirical works there is i think out there yeah Yeah, definitely other subjects better than anyone i like that's
1: probably what i should have started with is it being satirical of rock and roll but yeah yeah so
2: i guess maybe
0: felix can you give us a a sort of summary of uh what it is because it's it's a it's a it's a a rock you mockumentary right
1: yeah, well, I think they should call it rockumentary, or it's a rockumentary, but it's also a within mentri. a mockumentary. Yeah, so I don't know how that works. Anyway, well, it's a it's a fake rockumentary following the made up band Spinal Tap. Um, well, they're not really that since, made up, are they? Well, yeah, I suppose that's. I true. mean, you you
0: you could say the Spinal Tap is in fact a real band. You Spinal could. Tap is
2: a real band,
1: <laughs> but only post this film yeah they didn't they were made up for the film yeah yeah or or actually a little bit bit, earlier but we'll We'll talk about it they only became a real band later anyway fictional band we follow fictional band spinal tap and a fan of theirs who's caught up with them after following them when he was a teen uh he becomes a uh well-renowned commercial filmmaker (laughs) in that he makes commercials uh, and he decides to catch back up with them, and it turns out they're not doing so shit hot. They're trying to release their new album, Smell the Glove, which is facing lots of issues due to its controversial album cover. And, it and follows it's, it's
0: mixing as well, others. apparently. And it's mixing, yeah, which is done in
1: Dolby. Oh, sorry, I mean Dolby. Um, which, you know, we all know that you can't, you can't mix metal in Dolby. Um, anyway, they follow the U.S. tour, which goes from... Bad to worse to hellish, and you know, the various trials and tribulations, only for the uh, you know, at the end of their journey when they've just about had their last gasp, they find out sex farm is big in Japan, and big so Japan. they're back at the road, they've I'm got new life, and they ride into the sunset. I assume,
2: well, yeah, no, well, we know what happens to them afterwards, although uh, in this episode, we're not really going to go very much into uh. Post Film Spinal Tap. Right.
1: Well, how much do we know about Post Film Spinal Tap? Only that they went to tour Japan. That's all. No,
2: no.
0: There's things as of... they canon. On... Yeah.
2: There's a lot yeah. of canon Spinal Tap post film. Oh, I was not aware of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they released albums, man. Yeah. There's, right. there's albums they do like appearances. Like there's not like another film or anything, but
1: I have the black album as it's uh as it's ends up being released as Smell of the Glove. The black album i have a copy of it excellent excellent track listing wait yeah. you have you have a, a, a record of it like yeah oh sick yeah featuring the single sex farm yeah and other hits such as tonight i'm gonna rock it tonight right big Classic. bottom hellhole Classic. heavy duty heavy duty rock and roll yeah stonehenge stonehenge where the demons dwell, dwell. But I don't think it's really... Well, no, Where the Demons... Yeah, right, right. right.
0: The the Banshees
1: live and and they they do do live well. I think it might not actually be properly... The album because it does yeah. include some of the uh, I think it's more of the soundtrack to the movie yeah because it's you know it's yeah. got listen to what the flower people say right okay. is so it's not it's not actually it's smell the glove it's not well, smell the glove but
2: no yeah. the soundtrack to the it is movie a black album cover I was gonna mention this, right. speak but I didn't want to like rain on your parade but the the soundtrack to the movie is technically called technically called this is spinal trap's spinal trap spinal tap soundtrack um and right. it's got it's got the black cover to imitate smell the glove but that's yeah. not the actual deal. right okay
0: so it isn't actually yeah that's what this is that i have here
2: yeah
1: so i suppose more correctly that's what i have
2: yes <laughs> yeah
1: but it has a lot of the tracks off of smell the glove so i can yeah i can you know suspend my disbelief at least until that it is in fact smell the glove, yeah. The glove yeah. yeah
2: yeah so should we go um Go through some of the basic facts here. Sure. So it's a film, 1984, as Jake mentioned. It's directed by Rob Reiner, um, who's who's got quite an interesting career full of classic films that we all know and love. Oh yeah. Um, including uh, um, uh, Princess Bride. Oh yeah, classic, classic. Where is it, The Princess Bride? I think it's just Princess Bride. I don't know. Do you want me to go I get the laser disk and check? I think it's, I think
1: <laughs> it's, it's just. It's
2: it's it's technically the Princess Bride.
0: I think it's a
1: Princess Bride, isn't it? It's the Princess Bride. It's oh, okay. the
2: Princess Bride. Um Check okay. on us
1: for not knowing that immediately. Also,
2: you know, when Harry met Sally, what else did he do?
1: Yeah. Uh Stand by Me?
2: Did he do Stand by Me? Oh yeah, he did. He did. Oh, really? There you go. Wow, that's not mm-hmm. at all what I I I thought that was Steven Spielberg for some anyway, that's not at all right. Well, I, said. I yeah,
0: I can see that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, it's starring, uh, written by Christopher, well, written by, quote-unquote, we'll talk about that a bit more, but Christopher yeah. Guest, uh, Michael McKee. I mean,
0: I feel like he wrote a good chunk of it. What do you mean? Of what was written. Yeah.
1: No, and what was improvised as well. Then it's not improvising, is
0: it? No, I mean, you still wrote it. You just wrote it while you were doing it.
2: <laughs> Who wrote okay. what? Sorry, I missed what you... I missed Sorry, never
0: it. mind. I'm just saying Christopher Guest... Anyway moving on i think we'll get to that later he's the mastermind so
2: i'm gonna rephrase is the characters are created by christopher guest right. michael McKean, harry shearer and rob reiner mm. um and the film is starring those same uh individuals plus uh june chadwick tony hendra and bruno kirby although who's bruno kirby in the film who does he play i'm not sure Anyway, we'll get into the more important cast a little later on. Wait, who who plays the manager? That's um, uh, Tony Hendra. Oh, okay. Plays Ian Faith.
0: Yeah, he's classic character. That, that's a great character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good character. You know,
2: it's uh, you never know when you need a big sturdy piece of wood in your hands. <laughs> just coming handy yeah. in the rock and roll business. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you guys have any uh, initial thoughts to share?
1: Well, I was going to mention earlier, uh, I think this is important to uh, get out of the way, first of all, you know, because this is an audio format exclusively podcast, I'm worried about how this is going to translate, but you know, uh, I don't know what your audience is like, but we have to make sure that the women are intimidated by our tight trousers and our huge armadillos. Like I, I cannot speak to the
0: tightness of you guys' trousers, but I'm wearing normal trousers at this point. So. I'm basically
1: bursting out of mine. Um, and uh, it's very intimidating.
2: Trouser tension's fairly regular, I'd say. Yeah. Um. The the cucumber is putting stress on a few areas, but
1: <laughs> that's because you didn't wrap it in aluminum foil. Right. Oh, my mistake. So, but are there armadillos? Um, it's just one.
2: I would hope, not. They got quite. They're quite dangerous. They've got quite sharp little claws.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Don't want those. Nothing little about it. You don't want. To, <laughs> yeah, you don't want those scratching <laughs>
2: your inner thigh. <laughs> yeah. uh, what were we talking about? Initial thoughts.
1: Yeah, initial thoughts.
2: Right. Well, anything besides just like how much you liked it. You know what. What did you like about it
1: i mean honestly everything it's it's so funny i mean honestly i know it's a it's a satirical band, but i mean a lot of the tracks are straight up bangers so that's yeah. that's one thing yeah. that, that's that's it's I, one of those
2: it's one of those so many uh funny music movies uh have shitty music, and it kind of sucks but this is one of those movies where the music is actually awesome
1: yeah yeah definitely and there's a lot of like I mean, just movies in general, but just there's—I feel like there's no wasted space in this movie. It's an hour and twenty-three minutes or whatever it is, but I feel like it's jam-packed with as many jokes and absurdities as they can possibly. Well, you can kind of tell that there's stuff that they cut out.
0: Well, I mean, especially because we'll get into this later, but they spend a lot of time editing
2: this movie. Yeah, right. I would argue. I would argue there's like definitely sort of a lull period. In the film, because it's like, it's definitely, it's great material, obviously. Uh, but like, you you have to to sustain a film is difficult on like improvisational like sketches, put together. Right. Hmm. So like, like they have lasting appeal because they can just reappear as the group and do like one little interview and it's awesome. But like to mm. to, to, to that like there's a reason there hasn't been a Spinal Tap two. It's like, uh. Uh I mean to knock on wood, I hope like I hope that's not coming, to be honest.
1: What? I don't know. I mean <laughs> I just I don't think you can recapture the yeah, magic. It's true.
2: Yeah, I forgot my original point because I got all wrapped up in thinking about Spinal Tap 2. Um Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The uh I find this film it's it's all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and they sing about all that, but it only really features rock and roll. I notice there's like not actually any really sex or drugs in it
1: there's well there's the one scene specifically where they're having like the after party in the hotel room and the guy comes in uh to the hotel room as mick is about to go to the bathroom and he knocks his pill bottle out of his hand and it like falls on the ground and mick is just absolutely devastated and he's just like oh fuck and he's just trying to like pick up his pills off the floor and mick is notably incredibly fucked up the entire Mm. time
2: mick shrimpton
1: mick shrimpton yeah well, yeah, I, I actually, Mick Shrimpton
0: keeps talking, like, he has this, specifically this one line that he's like, you know, uh, I could live without the, the rock and roll as long as I got the sex and drugs.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, it's like, they're, they're asking, it's like, what would you do if you weren't, you know, in a rock and roll band? He's like, well, you know, for me, it's all about the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but, you know... As long as I had the other two i could I could probably go without the rock and roll, so that's just his plan if he <laughs> wasn't a rock and roller, he'd just do drugs and have just sex sex it's an excellent career plan
2: what did which one of them said they would was it a uh, uh Nigel that said he would what did he say he would do He would like be a salesman or something yeah oh yeah yeah
0: in, in <laughs> sort of a, a haberdasher, haberdasher or, <laughs> a, or a hat shop a shop yeah
1: do you like, like w- would you like a hat do you want a black hat or a brown hat? So we're all out. Yeah, we don't have seven and a half. Sorry. Oh, I think we have that
2: one. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me. I should, I should mention now up top, uh, I'm, I'm not going to attempt any accents this whole, this whole time.
0: I don't know. I feel like if you're quoting the movie, you have to do a bad British accent. I mean, I think you can because... I mean, a lot of the accents in the movie were fake.
2: I don't, I don't think it's bad to fake the accent. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying right. I can't do one. Reliably, oh, okay. so I don't want to embarrass myself.
1: <laughs> what else about this film is excellent? Well, I would just say that like it's
0: it's so on the nose. It's, it's like on it it's it, it, like part of what makes it like so funny is because of how true it is. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, they would always say so, that like they would get approached by like musicians being like oh my god like you totally based it off of this guy or like i know these guys or like how the fuck did yeah, you know, I know this one musician like you put totally like, put him I in didn't. here like no yeah you're just, <laughs> just... all the same
0: <laughs> who was it that was watching this movie like who was a musician and they were saying like uh when I first saw I think it was Eddie Van Halen and he was like when I first saw Spinal Tap, I didn't laugh, I cried.
2: No, that, yeah, was, that it was, was that one before. That was the edge because he's a fucking he was like, I didn't laugh, I wept.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Right. The Edge, the wrestler?
0: No, the Edge like from you two.
1: Oh right. I think we should reserve that uh that short form nickname okay, for the that's, wrestler.
0: That's not necessary to be discussed here. Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> you put respect on that name <laughs>
2: All right, um, so let's let's jump right into the preduction. yeah um so do you guys know anything about rob reiner's career really before spinal town uh
0: he was on a tv show uh with uh what was it
1: all in the family yeah i don't i don't know much about it but he's got one of those faces that i think i've seen him in other things you know
2: well, he's been in a lot of stuff, but needless to say, all I know about him is that he worked in TV shows before that. Mm.
1: I also like that he's both the fake director and the real director. Yeah.
0: Well, he, that, that, that There's one cool thing about Rob Reiner is that like he can both act and direct. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he's a funny actor, too. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's good. And he can direct funny movies and serious movies, such as Stand By Me.
0: Yeah. But yeah, also probably important to note, uh, he is the son of Carl Reiner, don't know who that famous, is. famous uh, famous comedian from like the sixties. Yeah. I guess must yeah. not be that famous. Well, anyway, he, I mean, he did a lot of stuff he, with like he's Mel Brooks. Famous from a
2: different era, yeah, he's famous.
0: For, like, I'm sure like everybody over forty like is like knows Carl Reiner. Is right, I don't right, know. Right. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No disrespect, Carl Reiner. <laughs> don't come after me if you're still out there. R.I.P. Uh, oh, is, yeah. is he dead?
2: so yeah rob reiner christopher guest michael mckean are all kind of friends who they've like worked together they all kind of work in tv doing kind of who like who does michael
1: mckean play
2: michael mckean is uh david saint hubbins okay gotcha um oh yeah and we should mention christopher guest is obvi- is uh nigel tufnell i don't think we mentioned that but uh yes he is he is and Harry
1: baron
0: hayden guest
2: <laughs> what is his title his full title
0: Baron Hayden Guest, I believe. The
1: fifth Baron Hayden Guest.
2: Can someone do it in like a good accent?
1: I can't. Well, Baron Hayden Guest, fifth Baron Hayden Guest.
2: Neither of those were like high class accents, though.
1: The what right do you mean? That was honorable like, Lord Hayden Guest. That's very low class. <laughs> yeah, but so is Nigel.
2: Anyway, he's technically a Baron currently. Which is very funny. I don't think he was a Baron at the time because his father was the Baron at the time right because you know every eighth person over there is a baron or a lord or something
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. i think it. I, I think it averages about one in eight really probably no i'm you got me so in
1: 1978
2: rob reiner is uh he's putting together this uh hour-long uh television special Called the TV show, and it's basically just like a sat a satire hour long uh, um, special that's supposed to make fun of like a whole day's worth of television uh, mm-hmm. in one hour. Um, and he's got he's got Christopher Guest writing for him. I don't know if Michael McKean was writing for it, but but he may have been. But Christopher Guest definitely was. So one of the bits that they were uh, doing in the in the show was a spoof on a on a a show that was running at the time called The Midnight Special. Um, I don't know if you're mm, familiar with that yes. show.
0: Uh, uh, I am familiar with that show. I am not. I don't know. I just like if you look at like old clips of like bands from the 70s, like half of them are on this show like <laughs> called The Midnight Special.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like all the YouTube clips of 70s bands in the 70s are usually on The Midnight Special.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: uh, it's a musical variety show hosted by Wolfman Jack. So Christopher Guest, he suggested the idea, so that, I guess it kind of originated with him then, uh, he suggested the idea that they uh, they put in a quote-unquote pea-brained rock group. So he calls on McKean, who, uh, who had apparently played a quote-unquote rocker in some project that Guest had directed. I kind of tried to look into that, but I couldn't figure out exactly what it was, but... There you have it. He was a, mm. a quote-unquote rocker. Right. So Harry Shearer at the time, uh, who is quite a legend. Indeed. Was the show's producer. If you don't know Harry Shearer. Great mustache. Amazing. In the, in the film, yeah. In the film, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harry Shearer of uh, Simpsons and other fame, but I think he's probably best known at this point for Simpsons and Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I did not know he was the simpsons who does he voice act
2: like half the people oh okay <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> fair
0: enough he plays uh principal skinner kent brockman mr burns um smithers ned flanders reverend lovejoy dr hibbert
1: lenny uh Otto. auto yeah rainier <laughs> scratchy king dr marvin judge snyder among others exactly all
2: well, half the people
0: <laughs> yeah so 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 but in the film he is Derek smalls Derek smalls yes the bass player, player in yeah the film.
2: yeah speaking of the simpsons it was like uh that was actually my first introduction to spinal tap <laughs> oh really there's a there's a simpsons episode where it's bart's i think it's like season three or four or something um, and it's like Bart's first concert that he goes to, and he goes to a Spinal Tap concert. Um, oh yeah! And a riot oh, that's, breaks that's out because they suck so bad. Really? <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't sound It's a right. hilarious episode. Oh yeah! And like, uh, um, David St. Hubbins gets like blinded by a laser.
1: <laughs>
2: it's a great episode, and they 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 have trouble inflating the devil, and he's like. I'll <laughs> salute your half-inflated dark lord. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I assume that it was all the all the actors, yeah, right? Yeah, it was actually Spinal Tap. Yeah. It
2: was a real Spinal Tap yeah. appearance. I mean,
0: at least there was Harry Shearer.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, Harry Shearer being the show's producer. Um, so yeah, so they all got together, all four of them. Uh, the main guys got together and wrote the song Rock and Roll Nightmare which I totally forgot to get you to put on the soundboard, Jake, because I don't think it's on. I
0: can I can get it on there real quick.
1: And now from England half my say you gonna love them to death. Spinal t-
2: pretty good it's like it's proto spinal tap um yeah well they
1: they, they do call them Spinal well, yeah, tap, right? it
2: is spinal tap but but just like aesthetically it's, it's like proto- it's like
1: early early era
2: yeah it's it's
1: right right after they disband the Thamesman. no
2: it's post flower people it's it's
0: 1979 so it's like five years before the the film
1: Anyway, it, it goes on and it has it goes many on other parts, yet. but, uh... Yeah, there's other parts <laughs> you can see there's the to of Spinal Tap there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so, a couple of years later, uh, Rob Reiner is looking to break into some feature films. He hasn't directed any films yet, but again, he's been involved in TV. He pitches the idea, uh, for Spinal Tap, um, to a, a film company called Marble Arch, um... And gets kind of a tepid response, but but they're like, all right, we'll see, we'll see. So they give him uh, $60,000 to write a script. Um, okay.
0: I love how that's a tepid response.
2: Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> you know, if somebody gave me $60,000 to something that they were only, like, lukewarm on, I think that would be pretty pretty amazing. <laughs> it
2: was put by uh, uh, McKean. I think he put it as, like, they gave us, like... Uh, they gave us a solid maybe. Mm. So they meet daily, the group. They start to meet daily to like hash out the history and the characters and kind of just get an idea for what they were doing. Um, mm-hmm. But then they kind of realize that like, oh man, we're not gonna be able to, we're not gonna be able to write a script that is gonna do this film justice. Um Right. McKean said that from the beginning they quote unquote had no intention of writing a screenplay Um, Mm. so what they did instead is they took
0: I mean writing a screenplay is
1: really fucking annoying and difficult (laughs) (laughs) but it's also pretty funny they're like okay here's $60,000 to write a script we're not gonna write a script at all yeah exactly (laughs) I refuse to do that
2: they took the $60,000 and made a short film uh, based oh (laughs) god
1: (laughs) They guess demoed it. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. They made a demo. Um, which is available on YouTube. Uh which basically is like It's basically like twenty minutes, right? Yeah, it's twenty minutes, minutes and it's like a few of the same general sketches from the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually some of the some of the sketches are basically like exactly the same. Basically Like there's the airport scene with the with the... Uh, cucumber. Yeah. The metal detector and the cucumber. There's the
2: airport scene, the, the scene where they're talking about their past drummers.
0: Yeah. Also, the scene where they're talking to, like, the metal fans outside of the arena. Yeah. That's almost exactly the same. In fact, I think that might even be the same shot. It is the like, same
2: shot. Mm-hmm. The scene where that woman yeah. is, like, at the beginning. You
0: know, it's like, there's, like, you're, like, one with the group. It's just, like...
1: Unity. It's just, like, <laughs> there's... No difference between you and the musician. Yeah. And
2: that they just went to some like metal concert, I think. She was just some random actual metalhead. Right. To film that. They just went and filmed a bunch that's, of that's
1: that's pretty gold and mm-hmm. that's that's a nice free
0: shot. I wonder what band they were talking about. Uh,
2: I would love to know. <laughs> <laughs> um What if
0: it was like Kiss? <laughs> Although, like, knowing, like, how she talked about it, like, do we even know if it was a metal show?
2: No, it's like, true. Like, that sounds like a great Dead Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I was just gonna say, it sounds like a dead yeah, show. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, some other things that are, are different about the video is uh, David St. Hubbard's his hair.
0: Yes, it's straight. Noticeably uh, on
2: uh, Curly. are they wearing wigs in the movie? Probably. Yes. I yeah, I, assume, I think so, right, yeah. I would assume in both things, in both.
1: They're pretty bad wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, uh, David's hair is very blonde. Yeah.
2: This demo also included, like, uh, like footage from the, like, Give Me Some Money. Muddy. Money. money. Give Me money. Some Money. Give Me Some Money? Yeah. The Give Me Some Money video, so, which is featuring uh, Ed Bakley Jr. as Stumpy Joe.
0: Who is Ed Bakley Jr.?
2: He's in a bunch of, he's tons of movies. Right, yeah. Sorry, I was I got lost in the Ed Begley Jr. Wikipedia page. Okay. So, yeah, they make this demo, uh, which they shoot in four days and spend... It cost them 60 grand. I don't know. They must have not spent the whole thing. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. Like, it looks really cheap.
2: It doesn't look 60 <laughs> grand worth of video. I guess you have to pay everybody, too, for yeah. time.
0: But it looks like they shot it on, like, video tape. Yeah. Like... Yeah.
2: But but the general storyline is more or less intact. I think it's called like Spinal Tap's final tour or something or like
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Last tour of Spinal Tap. As they were making it though, the 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 studio they were working with, quote unquote, fell out of the big tent. Um after mm-hmm. a series of films. I don't know
0: what that means exactly.
2: <laughs> a series of films they made didn't do so well and I think they just kind of like lost most of their status as like a big Budget oh, okay. film studio,
0: right? Well, I n- I never heard of them when you when you mentioned yeah, them yeah. to begin with, so perhaps that's why.
2: I think they Im- yeah. they went bankrupt or something and got absorbed by somebody else.
0: Oh, okay, right. so
2: then United Artists almost bought the project, but then United Artists got absorbed by MGM, who is currently up for sale. Mm.
0: MGM is up for sale now.
2: Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um but MGM was not into the film so they were they axed it so that was that was basically it they were like oh it's done no spinal tap and that would have been devastating
0: that would have been, that would have been. there would have been no spinal tap just imagine be- how history would have diverged. yeah
2: just imagine yeah exactly much
1: sadder sadder history it would be, much sadder, matter, sadder yeah, it would be.
2: imagine yeah. the timeline Donald Trump's in his second term <laughs> <laughs> i don't, don't... <laughs> But luckily, <laughs> uh, the, the timeline was saved by one person named Lindsay Doran. Um, okay. So thank you, Lindsay. What did Lindsay do? I don't know specifically what she did, but she worked at Embassy Pictures. Um, and apparently she she campaigned hard to get the film made. She said to them, like, well, this is ridiculous. Why don't you just make the film and she she got them she got them funding and they started making the film in the in the spring of 1982 Mm. and that is where we'll pick back up on our production uh on part two next week but uh until then we have we have some more content for you here
0: we have we have a special segment don't we yes we do What, what segment is that do you hear that So welcome to everybody's absolute favorite segment, Six Degrees of Star Trek. This is, of course, uh, the segment where we connect people in the film that we are covering to Star Trek in various ways, to many different facets of Star Trek. So today we are starting with a, uh, a direct
1: connection.
2: Wait, hold on. I was Sir? One,
1: zero. one degree of separation. This is a one yes, degree. One zero. That's impressive yeah.
2: because cause I honestly was was not.
1: I didn't even need to look this up.
0: No. No, just I just knew. You just knew after right. us Give it to me. And I'm surprised you didn't know, to be
2: honest, Keaton. Is it a Voyager? It is Voyager. He's in Voyager. <laughs> is Christopher Guest <Gassed> in Voyager? <laughs>
0: Season two, episode twenty-three uh of Voyager. Episode the Thaw. See. Featuring Michael McKean.
2: Michael McKean. Huh.
0: So this is the like the the creepy virtual reality episode where they're in like the the pods. Oh god, yeah. I
2: know and that. then
0: they go to this place where there's like a creepy clown guy. Oh, I do remember Who that. is played by Michael McKean? Yeah, I remember
2: that. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. And Harry uh, Harry Kim is uh you your boy Harry Kim is uh <laughs> Does the clown. He's go? in there with Bolana and they face off against this evil clown i guess yeah does the
1: creepy clown just
0: go my
1: my baby my my baby my ba-
2: no <laughs> my no that's not what he does no me. but uh since, since my baby
0: yeah so i'm surprised you didn't pick up on that keaton you're a voyager fan yeah
2: well you know the first two seasons i don't he's in
0: makeup in the in the episode but yeah and,
2: and the first few seasons don't have seven of nine in them and and i, I and I don't really watch until 709 for her character development really okay
0: right but I mean they have all they have everybody else
2: I really Cass is, is uh, yeah you don't like Cass she's irritating <laughs> uh, and, and they, they do need a little bit to find themselves I'll give them that it, t- it takes a little bit for them to get into the zone mm. but once they get there
0: so what, why didn't you think I'd be able to find one
2: I don't know. I just didn't really think there'd be a lot in common.
0: There's quite a bit in common, actually. And and all the rest of the ones are, like, two degrees.
2: Really? All right, go on.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, we start with Rob Reiner. Okay. What? <laughs> okay, well, Rob Reiner is not in any Star Trek, but he directed a movie called Stand By Me.
2: He did, yes.
0: And as you may know, Will Wheaton is in this oh, movie. God. Will Wheaton, <laughs> yeah, who plays that, yeah. Wesley Crusher on Star Trek The Next right, Generation. As soon Excellent. as
2: we brought up Stand By Me, I should have made that fucking connection. God damn it. Yeah, because it's
0: like, why did I know that off my off the top of my dome? Yeah, like, yeah.
2: Why did you bring up Stand By Me so quickly? Yeah, <laughs> I <know. laughs> God damn Because Wheaton. I knew.
0: Yeah. King Will Wheaton. I, the next two actually are... I'm going to do 4 today but anyway. Okay. The next two are 2 degrees, but it's like two people in the movie both <laughs> share the same 2 degrees.
2: Okay.
1: Right. So is that is that effectively 1 degree? Yeah, cuz it's
0: like you add like you, you, you divide have, it by yeah, the number, number of people, yeah, right? right? So it's like 1 degree because it's it two. It breaks down to 1 degree. Essentially. All right, let's have it. Okay, so we were we have Harry Shearer, okay, and Fred Willard. Who's Fred Willard? Fred um, Willard. Fred uh, uh, in peace. Yeah, Fred Willard, RIP. In Spinal Tap, played the the guy at the Air Force Base.
2: Yeah, the like. Uh, oh, the uh, uh, yeah. talking about cutting his hair. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, he's yeah. a comedic legend. He's been in so many. Like. Yeah, years. he's a,
0: he's a comic legend. It's it, it's a very tiny part in this movie, so it's kind of weird to see him there. But yeah. 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 But so they. We're both in the 2003 Disney animation Chicken Little.
2: Okay. <laughs> Chicken Little, starring Zach Braff, with music by the Bare Naked Ladies. Love that film. <laughs> Go on.
0: Anyway, Patrick Stewart is also in this movie.
2: Who does he play? Yeah,
0: Pat- do you want me to like? He- I've not actually seen this movie. Does he but play fish me- out
1: of water? Mr. Woolensworth.
0: Mr. Woolensworth. So I don't know who. Uh, Mr.
1: Woolensworth. I, don't know who is. I haven't
0: seen this movie.
2: Mr. He- Woolensworth.
1: He's the professor of Mutton class.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, like, random animated movies, like, always have people from Star Trek in them combined with the people that are in the, the movie, but...
2: Yeah, and it's always good movies. Well, you also... I think with animated movies, you
0: get a lot of crossover that you don't tend to get. Yeah, it's You know true. what I mean?
2: Yeah, because they get a lot of...
0: Like... They... I mean, Patrick Stewart always likes a good, good, easy paycheck. No, no, that... Well, <laughs> I'm saying that, like, Patrick Stewart is in a lot of animated movies with a lot of people who who he wouldn't otherwise be in a movie with. Yeah, if it wasn't an, a, an true, movie, yeah. you know what I'm saying?
1: It's a it's a it's a yeah. a, a, a meeting ground. It's a exactly. Like has Patrick
2: Stewart ever been us. in a live action film with Zach Braff?
1: Probably not.
0: Okay, so the next the next film which is a I didn't have to include this because I already got 3, but I Wait, wanted to include Fred it. was Fred Willard because, in that movie too? Yeah, Fred Willard was also in that movie. In Chicken Little? Yes, in Chicken Little. Who did he play? Uh Fred Willard played Melvin.
2: Who is Melvin?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> so this next one, I didn't have to include, but I wanted to because I wanted to talk about some more Voyager.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Appreciate it.
0: Specifically this this two episodes. Actually, so this is interesting because there's two people from the movie.
2: Yeah. From Spinal Tap. Through Town. the
0: same two degree into two episodes of Star Trek. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's like it's extra. It's <laughs> anyway, like it's more. So, um Rob Reiner and Harry Shearer were in the 2016 documentary The Last Laugh. Okay. Okay. Which is which I haven't actually seen, but it's it's a it it seems to be a strange documentary about Holocaust jokes. Like interesting. And, Where they interview basically a bunch of Jewish comedians and they, like, I guess try to find the humor in the Holocaust. Right. But anyway, notably in the film and our connection to Star Trek is Sarah Silverman.
2: And you'd be like, what?
0: Sarah Silverman wasn't in Star Trek. And then you'd be like, she was. She was several times, Uh, wasn't she? (laughs) She was in two episodes. Yeah um which is season three episode eight and nine of star trek voyager which is future's end part one and two which is the episode where they go back in time she was like they go back in time and she's like a past person uh, i think she's like an astronomer or something i'm not exactly sure right. but like yeah. yeah it's really weird time travel eh yeah
1: huh interesting But well we might we might get to time travel oh later, god but... <laughs> where
0: are we going here <laughs> um yeah, so that 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 is sixty years of Star Trek for this episode. I didn't count to see that there were actually six of them. But, you know, <laughs> I I assume it's around that
1: around approximately.
2: <laughs> yeah, roughly. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah. Yeah. I don't think we got anything else for the episode. No, I that, think we'll, that uh,
2: wraps up our episode for this week. Um, but we will be back next week with. With much more, much more Spinal Tap.
1: Much more Spinal, much more Tap. Yes. Exactly. So
0: I guess I'll play. Play us out here.
2: Play us out.
0: Bye everybody.
2: Goodbye. Maybe
1: you no, don't, don't. <laughs> I don't Do, Do I right, have to come, call, come
2: call, right, fly right out, out And tell you everything, everything. It's,
1: it's a morning
2: It's a morning